that. Did I ever tell you that somebody got really smart one day and did that American Psycho uh, thing? And then they put the Pokemon cards um, instead of the business cards. Oh, nice. Yeah. And he was just like, look at that Bulbasaur. <laughs> look, look at those. Look at those edges. It's amazing. I think that's fantastic, man. That's... Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. You know, I never get a chance to really say what I'm about to say often because I generally don't feel any negative feelings towards you, Eric. Uh, Best bud, if you will, right? Uh Uh, Best bro. Uh, Done a lot together, right? Uh, But darn you, darn you to heck uh, for suggesting we watch a movie that's five years old, Midsommar. You can check it out on Prime Video. Uh, Straight up right off the bat, this movie's getting a bag of kernels for me. Eric, how the hell are you doing? Just before we even continue, what what other A twenty four movies did you enjoy? You you liked Talk to Me and Everything Everywhere All at Once, and I think that's about it. No, 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 no. I uh, like I actually witch? give a meet. Uh, I, I oh yeah, I'll give I'll give I'll give the the witch uh, large. Um, I also liked uh, oh that uh, movie uh, that the we whale? reviewed last. I love the whale. Um, oh, the movie where the kids killed each other during the storm. Bodies, bodies, bodies. I give that a medium. I I feel that it is that A twenty four isn't particularly even still that you like those movies. I think you still have a chip about A twenty four movies. Was Green Knight A twenty four? Yes. I I I I was half of that movie. I was mad. The other half, I was not. Remember, I actually actually told you in that review. Uh, that I was not happy to review it, but then it turned me around and I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I enjoy some, I mean, like, I enjoy the majority of A24 films that we review. This movie is just god awful. <laughs> Do you, I mean, are you saying this because you love Wicker Man so much? Is that why? This is Wicker Man. This is somebody sat around this and went, is hey, not Wicker Man. This is Wicker Man. Tell me I'm wrong. Look, I know there's You're an wrong. OG Wicker Man, and I know that the Wicker Man that everybody knows is the one Nicolas Cage, right? And this is straight up somebody was like, hey, let's redo Wicker Man, but try to make it serious. I mean, there are points in this movie that I can tell you that this is theft. Nicolas Cage should be suing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to deny that there are similarities, but to say that they're the same movie is first off in Wicker Man, Nick Cage is going there on on his own on purpose, knowing uh, in the search for his daughter, right? Right. And in this one, it's a group, not an individual, that are going unknowingly uh, to this this little barn retreat area, thinking that it's a vacation. Yes, because yes, 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 because this group was promised uh, hallucinating drugs and free sex. Yes, that doesn't scream. Don't go. I mean, I've <laughs> seen Hostel. You know, this is why I don't travel to Europe. Every time you go to visit your family in Europe, it was like, hey, don't stay at a hostel. I don't think they were promised free sex. I think it was typical college guys going, man, I'm going to see all the Swedish hot girls and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Right. I mean, yes, they I mean, look. So, uh, we're in the dog days of winter, right? And the schedule gets kind of hard to put together. And Eric, you suggested to me, hey, have you heard of Midsommar? So, no, I haven't heard of it. You go, oh, buddy, we got to watch it. Check it out. 
So I seen the previews and I was like, all right, fine. We have nothing to do. So we'll put it on the schedule. And then you also said the first 10 minutes, big guy, the first 10 minutes. I'm like, okay. Dude, you're making it sound like I really hyped this thing up here. You did a little bit. You're like, you should see this movie. You did. I'm not blaming you, but I'm just saying like, you know, cause that's, I'm, dude, I, there's been movies that I suggested that you hated. Sure. Fair enough. Uh, so right, right. I, I look, so the, the guy that did this is Ari Aster. Sure. And he was more famously known for doing Hereditary, which you also have not seen. No, I've not seen that. And it's kind of the same movie, I'm assuming. Is it is it garbage? Well, I feel like with you now, you're just going to think everything's the same movie now. No, no, I will get my clear points. I would love to watch uh, Hereditary. I, I will put down you the schedule. This yeah, winter. how about we do Hereditary? And again, do yourself your a favor and don't look anything into it. Don't. I don't want you to see trailers. I don't want you to read your synopsis because you like to do that shit. Excuse, yeah. Pardon me, but yeah, you, you do it all the time. And there's a lot of times where you shouldn't, and it just because it spoils it, especially when when trailers come for you know trailer one, trailer two, trailer. Two, three to four and they all come like two three minutes long trailers now are just bullet points of a movie and especially for horror films and it, it really is just a, a bummer because they, they should just be teasers and not these these full-length trailers have become mini movies it is officially on the schedule all right and then uh what else has he done bo's afraid was his big one uh for this year that's the one with the uh, joaquin phoenix Okay, and then like you know, I don't. Sure, I mean like we're gonna we're gonna talk about this movie and tell you why. Let's I mean talk like about maybe it. his. I mean like you know Spielberg has some crap, right? Um, the only one that hasn't had crap has been uh, Cameron and Fincher and Tarantino. That's about it. But I feel like you're only saying that this is crap because of how much you're comparing it to Wicker Man. But not just Wicker Man, to everything else in this genre. I mean, like, nothing surprised me in this. I was very irritated. Remember, I told you one of my favorites, uh, which I, I, I may be in the minority about this because we were talking about gaming before, but I love me some Far Cry, and Far Cry 5 is my favorite of the Far Cry series, and that is a religious cult. And they, it's like theft. You know, it's just like, it's just crazy. But it's it's not just that, it's just... The way that the movie was shot, the story, the pacing, the characters, the choices the characters make just makes me bang my head against the wall. Oh, sure. It it makes me mad. And it's like it would be one thing like if the movie was clever enough to make me realize that these people are stupid. But I feel this movie is too dumb to make me realize that these people are stupid because (laughs) the movie itself is stupid. Well, then talk to me why everything okay. is stupid, please. Well, I will. How about this? Before I talk about how everything is stupid, I will give this movie praise because it's a totally different movie. You told me that the first 10 minutes is like pretty freaking cool. I, I, used, like, okay. I used the word jarring because it Jar. sh- it showed, yeah, a, a suicide and death of, uh, of yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go what I saw. And I was like, because I paused a lot during this because I was like, what's going on? So, sister, well, so we got Christian's the boyfriend. What's the sister that doesn't kill herself? Diana? Uh, the Florence Pugh. Yeah, yeah Danny. Florence, Danny. Danny. Florence Pugh, she, uh, she was Black Widow's sister, right? <laughs> yes. She loves playing sisters. So, Danny has a bipolar younger sister, and Danny's in college. And, of course, they have mom and dad. 
and she was on the phone. It was very slow, right? But it was like it, it would it did not get my attention, right? Because wasn't Danny on the phone trying to call her sister or talk to her sister, but nobody was answering the phone or something was going yeah, on, right? Yeah, we see kind of unanswered text emails of that right. sort. Yes. So then finally, you know, a couple of scenes later in the first 10 minutes, we get uh, we get um, Danny crying to her boyfriend Christian over the phone, and then it pans to uh, an ambulance. Now, I will say that the director did a very good job setting this, this suicide kill great, okay, where – I was I was applauding. I was like, "Oh, this is an interesting movie." Because I don't know, I'm getting. I did not know we were going into a commune, right? Because yeah. I did this for you. I did not, you know. So anyway, so um, we get the first shot of fire and ambulance. We don't know what's going on. They go into a garage or outside, and there's these yellow tubes that are connected to tailpipes. These long tubes, and the cars are turned on. I was like, "What is going on?" And then you just follow the tubes. So you're discovering the crime scene as if you were a firefighter or a paramedic. And these long tubes go up and it goes into the parents' bedroom. And they have, uh, she uh, she uh, duct taped the, the parents' door so they couldn't. And they died in their sleep, right? But she, you know, with the toxic fumes. Yeah. But what was really cool is that she takes the other tube to her bedroom and she puts the tube either in her throat or just you know, like put it around her lips and then duct taped all the way around. Yeah. And, like, the camera kind of zoomed in closer. Kind of reminded me of the girl with the dead face in the ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got closer. And you could see, and I pause it, there was vomit on her shirt. And, like, her one eye was, like, glossed over and, like, like kind of, like, popped out of socket yeah. kind of looking, you know? Capillaries like, busting, yeah. Right. I was like, that's a cool death. Like, okay. And then as the movie goes, it goes down the tubes. Question. That would happen to you? Because why didn't the parents, like, vomit and have the eye pop out? Was it because they were in a bigger room, they weren't sucking in the fumes? Like, you would think she would instantly pass out, right? Yeah, or, or maybe that because she had more direct dose that she had more of a poison uh, to it, whereas they were just kind of, you know, slowly uh, choked and asphyxiated off of it. Whereas, right. yeah, she might have been doing the whole, like... Yeah, you know, obviously, like strangling herself almost. If 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 things right. are bruised and, and veins are popping, I would think that's a bit more of a struggle. And I don't know how she would vomit because, like, you can see that it was like like vomit on her sh on her sweater, mom spaghetti. Well, I'm, and I'm sure it was, you know, that duct but tape how it was all duct. And anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, it's gonna Great. find a way to get out. Maybe through Great. her nose. How about that? Great scene. I mean, great scene. Like it, it was. It brought you in. It was like, oh, my God, like whoever thought like I'm sure somebody has done this before, you know, so it's like really cool. And is this her sister? Was this bipolar? Her sister snapped. Yeah. There's no explanation, but that sister snapped. Yeah. And I'm sure she would have killed Danny if Danny was home. You'd think. Right. So Danny's now letting her. She has no family and she has right off the bat the world's crappiest of boyfriends, boyfriend crap Christian who does not give a crap about her at all. Well, he seems very much checked out in the relationship. Right. And almost well, like he... too much of a coward to break up with her. And it, her, right. his friends, while they're at the bar, call him out on it. Right. They're, they're saying, just like, like, what are you doing? You know you've wanted this for a while. Yeah, like, man up and do it. And yeah. he kind of finds the excuse of just like, well, you know, it's not, I, you know, maybe I will. Okay, okay, will. And then 
he gets yeah. this call, and obviously he's gonna feel guilty if he if he were to do anything right now. Right, break up on a birthday kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, right, yeah. <laughs> right, death, death day now. So then, so then these, so Christian and his friends, they're college students. Do they meet? The Swedish exchange student, like, were they friends and partied with this guy, or they just meet this dude? I would imagine either they, that they're roommates, or they are, um, because the two of the guys are doing their thesis, right? So, so obviously, it's, like, it's they're they're like post grads. So, so this is this is beginning my like, huh? This doesn't make sense. Kind of BS meter going a little bit right after that great opening. Shock fest. Now the BS meter starting to go where it's like, so we know the end. We already have spoiled that I'm giving this a bad crap where this is a hippie commune that kills people. So this dude is from the commune. So his job is to leave, to go to the States, to just randomly find a bunch of frat dudes, if you will, to be friends with them for six months or a year to Woo them back to the commute? That seems a little ridiculous and far-fetched. I, it sounds like you didn't have too many <laughs> opportunities or friends. Then. Listen, if you're with a friend, and he's probably there, what, for a couple years, four-something years? Yeah. Uh, and his, on the same part, his brother was doing it in England, too, because his brother brings back two of his English friends right. as well, too. Mm, right. But I, I'm sure it's not like just some overnight thing, but, hey, guys, you want to go to Sweden? It's... It's like a, a thing where he's saying, oh, hey, during the solstice or during, you know, the midsummer where we have the midnight sun, we have this little bit of a party, a little festival thing. You guys should come. And because their thesis is, I'm sure, something to do with, I don't know, anthropology or uh, just learning cultures or different languages or something uh, of the sort. That's it's their study, Jordan. It's their curiosity. So you're getting an invite to go to Sweden and you get your probably your your food and your lo- and your uh, housing paid for or at least taken care of your lounging uh, at lodging excuse me and uh, and a, a guide to take you along with to give you the tour like who better to yes. give you the tour than than a native. P.S. I'm just saying that this commune, like, from, from from what the movie tells me at face value, is that some high up in the village, haha, Shyamalan, is like, hey, you two brothers, go to the States, you go to England, and just be there for so many years, and get their trust and bring them back. That seems ridiculous. It's a stupid, stupid story. Why could it be just something simple that we've seen a thousand times before? Well, like you just wanted to kidnap people, Jordan? Is that, just, is just, that make it easier to, for you? Just go to Sweden, right? Just go to Sweden and some guy's out there smoking a cigarette. He's like, ooh, I'm Swedish. Would you guys want some mushrooms? That would at least make more sense. No, it wouldn't because now you got hostile. Now that's just hostile mixed with taken, Jordan. This is hostile. This is hostile mixed with Far Cry 5, mixed with Wicker Man, mixed with... You're putting in weight. You're mixing all this stuff up. No, the reason why is because the guard is down. These people, their their friends are, again, Jordan, their their study is to to learn about this culture, to learn about different language and and everything else. At least least one of them is, and Christian later then defines uh, finds it that it's, it's going to be his too because, again, he's kind of a little bitch the entire time yeah but it it's an opportunity it, that's what the guys is is that like hey okay. guys come on over we can get to but no there's no guarantee that, that they're gonna have some sort of swedish sex that's the problems that they're making that's will 
Poulter. That's Mark, the character, making right. it on, on his own type of thing. Whereas the other guys are just thinking, okay. And then Christian is now uh, kind of begrudgingly going because he, on a guilt trip, asked Danny to go, who said, all right, well, I'll go too, obviously, because I need to, I'll need. i do anything to get my mind off of the death right. of my family. And, of course, he, yeah, he was just like, well, you know, I guess you could go. And the guys were like, what are you doing? So you they're, can't take her. So, like, she wasn't even a part of the plan. No, she was. Yeah, because they were supposed to be broken up. Yeah, exactly. So he yeah. was supposed to just bring his his boys with him. Yeah, the boys, right? Because we all know why they were recruited later, right? We'll see that. So they. Right? So there's the other part, too, is that originally that if, if these guys are hyped up, like, hey, you want to go to Sweden so we can hook up with some Swedish girls type of thing? And, you know, it's – the guy uh, – what was his name? Pelly or, or uh, the the – friend the swedish friend it's not like he has a whole lot of of books and pictures he he does have some and shows them kind of what it's all about but at the most part like he's leaving it up to their imagination that this is the opportunity that i that i'm seeing this is the movie that i'm seeing that it's it's not like uh again where it's just like you know hey guys what are you doing this saturday you want to come back to my place type of thing and it's like oh okay buddy yeah yeah, do 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 you know and just mosey on into a barn and, and figure like this is fine no, I think this is what they. This was something else that they were thinking of. How about this? Let's let's move on because we're not going to agree. Um, I said my piece on it. You said your piece. I'm trying we're to convince gonna, you. Well, I mean, like we can sit here and do a whole hour uh, episode just on how they got there. You know what I mean? But let's let's move on. Okay. So they get there. Danny's reluctant. She doesn't. She doesn't strike me as somebody that does psychedelic drugs. But she gets there. You know, there's Christian, right? But they, but they get to Sweden, and they're on this big, like, field, kind of like 1969 Woodstockish, right? It's all magical and boom. And then they're like, "Hey, have some mushrooms." And Danny's like, "No." And then her boyfriend, who was a dweeb, Christian's like, "Yeah, if she's not going to do it, I'm not going to do it either, guys. I'm going to check out." And then uh, the Swedish dude's like, here, I got some tea for you. She's like, okay. You know, it's like somebody that doesn't want to smoke weed, but you offer them a, a brownie, they'll do it. You know, it's just, it's the same thing. I think, like, what are you doing? Sure, sure. By the way, before we get to to two part into this, there was a lot of cool camera tricks and transitions that I thought were great. Like, oh, you, again, oh, okay, well, never mind then, Jordan. I don't even need to, you know. You, you go ahead, you go ahead. The one that pissed me off was when they were driving and it happened in the movie that we reviewed earlier this year. Um, last, last leave the world behind. Her, yeah. Where the camera has to go upside down for some stupid reason. I hate I'm, it. I'm talking about when they were in the apartment in America and then Danny okay. walks into the bathroom because obviously like she's talking about the trip with Pelly or whatever his name is. And I'm probably mispronouncing his name. And, she, hey, like. she pay, yeah, she can't take it, and so she goes to the bathroom to to cry about it. And right. as soon as she walks into the bathroom, it cuts to her walking into the the, the airplane bathroom. Right, right. So okay. that's a, and then again yeah, after yeah. that, she walks out into the car. Like it's it. Yeah, there's there's quick, some good shots. Those those are quick. You know, we don't need to see a whole lot. It's just okay. We're there. We're there. But it's to focus more that this woman is completely trying. To, to lose focus of what just happened, but she's it's still very, very much there. Trying to find comfort into a boyfriend that obviously doesn't love her, and with all, like, the mushroom thing, she now feels guilty because she's just like, ooh, geez, you know what? I did invite myself to this. I did kind of put 
you know, these people out uh, in in kind of really be the, okay. the sore thumb in here too, ruining the party. And it was just kind of obvious. And so that's when she when she was saying no at first, she could tell that she's the party pooper and really bumming everybody out. And then she's like, okay, okay, fine. You know what? If I want to, if I really wanted to do this, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to drink this tea and figure it out. Be a party pooper girl. Because as soon as these people started taking hallucinating drugs, I knew they were all dead meat because we've been here before. And this is the part of the movie where I texted you and I went, Oh, this is, this is like burning man or something. And then like, you never responded. Cause I like, I was like, okay. Like, your silence proved to me where this was going. Well, first off, Burning Man is a festival where they take drugs. This is a cult where they kill people. And they take drugs in this cult. And they they dance around a burning thing at the end. (laughs) It's the same thing. It is. I, I feel like you're you're connecting a long dot here. I'm just so, dude, I was mad. Okay, so, again, I'm still with the movie. I'm like, okay, I'm with the movie. And then we get to the commune, and you know, and then this 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 hippie commune is like, hey, welcome. We're all like, you know, what was the uh, hi, what hi. was the what was the group in the in the in the Simpsons episode where Homer, um, oh shoot, um, where the Simpsons go the stonecutters? No, that's not stonecutters. Uh, where he, uh, uh, well, where he loves the leader. No, I know that. No, uh, but uh, but he loves the leader. Remember that when he goes? Oh shoot! I'm sorry, I'm ruining the episode. But uh, but the but the Simpsons go to this commune, and everybody loves the leader, and and they were trying to convince Homer to love the leader, but he's so stupid. You like they, Scorpio? No, never mind. Hank Scorpio? Is that the one you talking nope, about? No, 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 no. Anyway, no, it just is reminding me of that episode, right? Um, so. We get we get another death where okay so main dude whoever main dude's taking around is like in this commune you get a certain rank when you hit ages of blah 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 and blah 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 and blah 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 like he's telling these people things like and he's telling them about like, his culture about his right. where he comes from and then they're like at and then at seventy two you hit the top and then somebody says the comment that Jordan would say we haven't said anything after seventy two what happens after seventy two. And then we all have to like pan on the guy to do, do, do. It's like, come on. So now we have to see that scene of two old people, a male and a female, sitting at this dinner at this X table thing. And they're like making weird sounds from Invasion, the body snatchers. See, the dude is right. She's like singing some Swedish hymn. It's like, okay, this is getting weird. You know, and then they're going to get carried off and walked off a cliff. And I'm sitting here like this watching because I'm watching on the laptop. So I'm watching like this and I'm like, Oh, they're going to, okay. They're going to jump off the cliff. I've seen this before. Well, yeah, of course that's right. what I had assumed so, as well too. So I'm like, okay, how are they going to get it? Like, like I want to know how far this movie's going to push it because we already saw our girl put a tube in her mouth, right. To get, <laughs> to get the gases for the car. So how serious is this going to get? I will give this movie another praise. I like the kill scenes, right? So this old woman dives like Jesus style, dude. She jumps off this cliff, hits a rock. Her face just smashes all apart. You see like her teeth and stuff just like shred apart. Great. Love that. 
Why did the old guy decide to jump feet first? He jumps feet first. He completely snaps his leg off and he's screaming on the ground. And then where I laughed out loud and I had to pause and walk away, it was everybody else in the commune was mimicking his sounds. I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Like, all right. And like, none of the American kids are running away. Nobody is running. No American kid is running to help this guy. They're standing there. Well, yeah, geez, I, you're not going to help that guy. He's, that dude's you dead. You would run. You would run. You would run, Herrick. You and I would both look at each other and go, yep, and we would run. So I, I thought about this, What I obviously, the entire time of what you would do, which I think is a big part of the movie because during all these steps. What I would do or what just in general? At the viewer. Okay, okay. Watching to say, oh, geez, well, what I would do. And there there was the two people, the two English couple, who did freak out, and they did leave. And what happened to them? Uh, well, yes, they both get murdered in a stupid way off camera. All these murders happen off camera, by the way, too, which is pisses me off. Yeah, for the most part, yes. Right? So then this old guy has his leg severed. He's screaming in pain. And then this dude, I, like, peer- I, I would think, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, Pyramid Head comes in with this big mallet, right, and smashes his face, and clearly there's no face there. There's all mush, and then somebody else has to hit him, and they're like, yay, yay. What is with the human sacrifice? They are now, the once, entire time, again, yeah. while, while everyone's freaking out about this, and because the other thing, too, is, is the, what's the, the fight, flight, or freeze, right? And right. a lot of people were just frozen, obviously, where the other people were, were trying to fight and flee. And it's it's a culture shock, right? Because the their friend, the Swedish friend and his brother are trying to say, no, 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 hold on. This is part of our culture. This is, you know, this is how we honor them and pass on. And, and they're really trying to give any excuse about the culture of it type of thing. And again, the two people who, uh, or at least the, the friends who are studying this are freaking out at first, but at the same part are interested enough to keep on going to the culture. Danny, I think, is just completely frozen and doesn't really know what the hell to do for for any of this, too. The other theme I think I see in this movie is that with those two old people that killed themselves, and later on when you see the other two sacrifices from the inside of the cult, and maybe even some others that have happened as well, too, is that uh, the members of the cult are grown to believe that this is the way that this is how everything is is taught that this is the religion and that this is how they seek you know the eternal afterlife or this is how they seek prosperity in their in their current life or whatever it is but then when they near the end like jumping off feet first or or sitting in that burning uh uh house whatever the hell it is that they realize all too late that this is all for nothing that they were lied to the entire time that it does suck that life and everything it hurts and that the promise that they were originally uh, kind of given is not there and I, I think it's a that's the what I got from this movie is that their is that faith their faith and their religion failed them so um the old woman that jumped first clearly didn't feel that right because she didn't feel anything because she smashed her face she was instantly dead so I guess the old guy probably realized right and we don't know if they gave him anything that was allegedly supposed to do the pain i know the scene you're talking about at the end we'll talk about that too but it's at this point it's just like this this is infuriating because these people 
these people, meaning the American kids, clearly know that they're in a commune. Somebody just committed suicide. Two people just committed suicide, and they're going to stay, which frustrates me because it's like, okay, this movie's not doing anything new to the genre. The people that are going to freak out and run away are going to get killed off camera. Yawn. I've been here, done this. I've played this in a video game. <laughs> not interested at this point, right? So, um, so then, yeah, okay, so the couple that wanted to leave, right, the next day or whatever, uh, the boyfriend allegedly leaves, right? Simon, and, I believe, Simon and right, Connie. And the girlfriend, Connie, she's talking to some dude at the commune, you know, and he, she's just like, where's Simon, you know? And he's like, oh, he went on a truck to go to a train. And she goes, well, that's not true. That He would have left without me. Darn right, Connie, that's true. That wouldn't have happened. He's like, oh. Yeah, he's meeting you there. Well, I would have sat on his oh, lap. Yeah, like, all right, well, I'll take you to him type of thing. That's nonsense. You knew. You, and it's, I'm telling you, Eric, if you and I went to a commune and somebody said, if, if I woke up and I was like, hey, uh, where's my friend Eric? And they're like, oh, he is at the train station waiting for you. Oh, no, he's not. And run the other way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> There's no weapons. I don't see a spear. I don't see a rock. I don't see a spitball in this commune. But sure. What are they going to do? They're not going to catch you. Run. Uh, it's like they beat you with blunt objects or they drug you. We later find out that what the the the, the blowing of that dust uh, kind of passes out. Krishner paralyzes them. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think this part is to kind of show the, the trapped feeling that you would have. Sure. Where it's okay. just like, okay, so you're in the situation. Because the, from there on out, Jordan, you're right. From there on out, I think for the rest of the movie, I'm trying to think, okay, how would I escape? How would I escape? Yeah. Because there's no, you can't go under night. There's I mean, no, like, there's, there's no night. I mean, like, there's literally in a, I mean, like, they're literally in a valley. So they could just, Let's run towards. I, I mean, like, there's also they're surrounded, but there's also water at the one end of the. I, I, there's so many. Didn't different they say ways. That it was like a four hour drive to get they to there? Was, yeah, a four hour drive. So another question too, though, and I'm sorry, but but didn't they say that this thing happens once every ninety years? Once every yeah, I I don't know if it was actually I could look it up. Yeah, please look it up because I'm just like again, I don't see a god. Right. That's the one thing different about this festival occurs once every 90 years. Yes. Right. OK, so this happens once every 90 years. So once every 90 years, these, these people do these people live normal lives and then they all get together for midsummer to do this. Or do they live here in this thing forever? I don't know. And usually there's like a temple or like a god or some goat god figure, if you will. Who, who are they sacrificing? Why are they sacrificing? What are they doing? Is there crops that they're harvesting? I don't know. That's something stupid. But give me something. Like, remember remember the book, The Lottery? At least there was a reason why they stoned people to death. Why are they killing people? I mean, There's why? Something to, uh, for the, about the cycle of their life or something like that. Here, I'm going to take a look. The purging of the evil. Here we go. For the ceremony, Connie has explained that the commune must offer nine human sacrifices to purge of evil. Every 90 years? To or purge the year? commune of evil, yes. So every 90 years or every, ni or, or every year? Nine zero, 90. So every 90 years, nine people need to be sacrificed to purge the commune? Yes. Okay, so then why just kill nine people in the commune? Why have to bring complete strangers? Oh, They've killed we find four out people in the commune. 
The two okay. who sacrificed uh, themselves right. jumped off the cliff, and then two that right. sacrificed later on. Right, but why don't they just kill nine people in the commune? Why bring people from the outside? They There was, again, a lot of parts where they were talking about the symbolism, because there is necessarily a god, but there is their belief of, of kind of the different animals that represent the seasons. You get to see, remember in the beginning, you get to see like the little girl fighting uh, the bear, uh, kind of the, a picture of that. So they walk by in the beginning when they get to the commune. They walk by, and somebody points out, and Eric, you know, call it movie guys, goggles, if you will. Oh, sure. Right, but I'm watching the movie like this, and they walk by, and some guy points out, "Oh, there's a bear in a cage," and the I in my head, I'm like, "Something's gonna happen with the bear," you know, like it's 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 silly. So, okay, so these two old people kill themselves, and then this is when help, and then the other two people have gone missing, and then the dude that wanted to get uh, Swedish ladies. Pees on a sacred tree, which pissed everybody off. Yeah, because that was the tree that they were to when they cremate. That's their god. Yeah, right. That's their god. And then all of a sudden, here's another movie that they rip off. Here's an idea. Let's not show the kill, but later on, a few scenes later, where another guy is in the sacred shelter thing where he finds the book he starts taking pictures because he's doing like things like hey these people are not right all of a sudden Leatherface walks in because the guy that peed on the tree got his face ripped off so these people are cannibals these what's why why wear his face uh because they stupid they say with the elderly people they put them onto like dolls right that would be later on is that uh, what that was? Yeah, yeah. Because you notice that when they were putting me in the in that little house, that yeah. um, there was a few that were just kind of made to be like, I, don't know, I guess I don't want to say wicker men, but that's straw men, straw scarecrows type of thing here too. Uh, and well, there's the other part. There's your relation. Another part of, of wicker man where the a character or one of them knowingly does something against the bylaws of the cult. Right. Like, knowingly, just like, hmm, I know I'm not supposed to do this, and I know that there are horrible repercussions. And it's like, oh, Nicolas Cage is like, well, well, they told me that they have capital punishment for this sort of thing. I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Right. It's it's, it's just exactly. So then, then I'm just like, okay, I got to take a break, right? So I pause the movie, and I get a couple beers. So I'm like, okay, I got to take a break. And I sit back down, and I, and I press play again on the computer. And... All of a sudden, it's only Danny and Christian left of the college kids, and things go crazy. Danny gets this crown, this this flower crown on her head, and she drinks they, some tea, and then she's dancing on a maypole. Right, and all the women, all the single ladies, if you will, are dancing around. And I quickly got it. I'm just like, oh, okay. So the last one standing wins. But then I'm thinking, don't be the last one standing because it's probably not going to be a good thing if you are. Like yeah. these, you know, like don't like just fall down immediately. Well, right? geez, after this point, we've seen uh, what four deaths of of the outsiders that have come in, right? The, we've the, not seen any deaths yet. Well, we we know we've not seen any deaths, but we but people are know gone. that four people have been killed. And we know, by the way, we we have seen that uh, um, Josh. The guy who the was black seeing the guy, pictures, the guy, the he was hit. bludgeoned. Yeah, he was he was hit to death. Yeah. 
beat the, so yeah, we did see one. We got one. We got one. <laughs> one where we get these other like after death scenes that I wish I would have seen, you know, because you don't start off a movie like this where a girl is asphyxiating herself and her killing her parents. And then that's brutal enough. And then you don't show the goods after that. You know what I mean? Like, you got to keep on showing us the goods. You got to raise the bar. But every kill is majority of every kill. Ah, I'm making is that the right. separation? No, no, no. I, I completely understand you. But is that where our separation is? Is that you want the visual death, whereas I'm I'm having it in my imagination where the one off screen, knowing that this person is missing, knowing that when you wake up and the bed is uh, is kind of unmade and their shoes are still there, that that mystery is, you know, the imagination is, is scarier than reality sometimes. Sure. No, yeah. I mean, like, and, and that's not why I hate the movie, this, this, these death things. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to start out with Jason, like, macheting a girl in half, then you got to up the stakes as, as the movie progresses, sort of speak. You know, like, you got you to gotta do it. But anyway, so... She danced around this pole, and then my first thought is, don't be last, and clearly she's last, and now she's the May Queen, which, oh, okay. So does that mean she's going to be sacrificed? God only knows. And right? there's the other, the big part is that after she drinks the tea and does all that, I think there's a big moment in this where her and maybe the last two girls that are dancing around that maypole, where she's... Uh, again, not wanting to conform to them at all, and they're obviously very no. freaked out about this way. But at the same part, she doesn't trust Christian at all too, and she doesn't like any of the guys that that they came with either. So she's just kind of just like finding herself in this weird position of like, why am I even here anymore? And right. it, like, I want to leave, but at the same part, like, what is she going to leave to? Where, where is she? There's nothing for her back at home anymore. So this is again the bigger part of her story when she starts to speak their language and she could doing that whole, like, I can understand you now. I can understand you. Was that real? Or was that her hallucinating though? You know, a little bit of both. Why not? Yeah. I mean, cause she starts speaking at, that was, yeah. So this is where I get confused, right? Where it's like, while they're doing the May queen stuff, Christian gets drugged again and he goes into a mating room where you get, I counted, because I was like, what? There's like 12 naked women of all different ages, like a horseshoe. <laughs> I'm sure you paused that scene to count. Well, I too. did. Yeah. I, I, so my wife walked in when that scene was happening, and I was like, there's 12 naked women here. Right? Like, oh, yep. Sit down, honey. You, you got the good part. This is, this. but, but see, now, I, I hope you believe me on this. Just because I say 12 naked women doesn't mean I'm like, Hey, I'm just like, this movie's disgusting. This movie's gross. This is not doing anything for me. Like, I'm confused, like, why this is happening. But I want you to picture this if you haven't seen this, folks. He walks into a room. They strip him naked. We see male nudity, which is very rare, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't bother. I'm just saying it's rare. And you have these 12 women of different ages uh, in a horseshoe around this other woman on a bed of flowers that he's supposed to mate with. And, like... Women are making her moan sounds and they're touching him and touching her, not sexually, like touching his chin and making eye contact. Now there's one things. where they put right uh, the hands on the, the cheeks to help thrust. The old, the old lady was doing that. I'm just like, she's actually touching him. Like this is happening. Um, yeah. <laughs> put the sock on. 
Um. <laughs> While that was happening, too, uh, it yeah, which was again very odd. Yeah, Ooh. but it's a ritual, and you're just like, well, geez, this is a bit, this is a bit intense here. Uh, and you're very confused by it, but I started to make a little bit more sense when Danny, when she looks through the keyhole and she sees yeah, Christian she doing that. Going. And I, there's a part of me that, because this entire movie is following her, it's it's more of her story than anyone else's, right? You sure. open with her and it's, it's ending with her. And when this happening, it, it's almost like it gives her the closer that almost like she wants that they almost like they both wanted, because I think they both knew that th- this relationship was over. But they but she just... should have known that he was drugged, though. I mean, he was drugged. She she was also drugged, right? This entire time. Anyway, she sees it, but and it's just another collapse that she has. That she has, you know, a, a, her break, right? And she tries to leave. She tries to go into the barn just to get her stuff, and and wants to leave, but she f- collapses instead, and. The other maidens, I guess, come around and uh, that were not a part of that ritual, a pair of the maple, come around and while she's just screaming in her, her kind of uh, whatever, her, her panic attack, they're doing the same thing. And the moans that she's having in that barn almost mimic the the, the moans that are happening in the, in the sex ritual, the same sure. part. And that's just kind of showing, to me at least, that this commune is taking it as you're not here to do it on your own. We are all here kind of to, you know, what's yours is ours and what's ours is yours kind of a thing. We're all in it together. And it's a, it's a family unit that she's just never had before. And as she's screaming in pain, they're trying to share that pain with her. And while that sex ritual is going on, they're, they're more so mimicking it for the, the girl, not for Christian. Obviously Christian doesn't know what the hell is going on the entire time. No, uh, but it's to kind of show I don't know in, in an odd way some unity. Sure, it shows that, but then it's like, I mean, like the only thing that I also kind of dig with it is that clearly they're they 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 pick Christian out. He's a good-looking young guy because they don't want incest in the commune. Well, yeah, yeah, you get that, the hair the hair pie scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. He goes, "Did I did I eat her? Pu- I think I ate her pubic hair." Like, oh, yeah. yes, yes, it probably was. I think that's hilarious, too. And that's another thing that made me I, I wasn't going to talk about it because that pissed me off. Let's too, talk about but it. he was like, yeah, but they were but they were eating dinner before all these scenes happened. And he pulls out of this blonde hair and somebody said, is that a pube? And he's just like, yeah. Oh, and he still drinks or eats or whatever, you know. And then later on, he was like, I think she gave me her pube. Is that how women say to men in this commune? Here's a pube. I would like you. <laughs> I think. uh the one thing else, or another thing, I guess, not to say one thing, is that all these dinner scenes, everything that they do seems very much like a ceremony, very much like a, like a ritual. When they sit down, they wait for the head of the table to start, and then it goes down the row. They, mm. you know, they, everything about that, and then even the hair pie is maybe the the way of like her love spell kind of a thing, an enchanting way of doing that. But in those moments, you see these other characters like Mark or Josh or even Christian eating out of turn. Becoming impatient and be like, well, you know what, fine, I'm just going to eat and drink this anyway, kind of a thing. Or just not participating in the ritual at all. And I think that is a, is a big effect and almost like a foreshadow of, of kind of what's to come, that they are they don't belong. Because the entire time, Danny follows along with the, with the ritual. Right, right. I mean, I... okay. Okay. 
<laughs> oh my god. Hold on. I'm trying to get my I'm I'm, I'm trying to get my thoughts right because let's after do, the, let's ritual, do the streaking scene. How about that? Yeah, let's 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 do that. Um okay, hold on. So Danny does the sex ritual and then he realizes what he did. And then Christian he, does the sex ritual. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Christian does. And then he runs away completely naked, and he's running around, and nobody's stopping him. Well, geez, you see what he was packing? Good for you, Christian. Yeah, I was impressed. I was like, wow, that was afterwards? I'm impressed. Usually, it's like a turtleneck. It just goes back. Uh, but and he fluffed up a little bit for the camera, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like, this dude's running around this commune. Nobody's stopping him. This is the scene in the movie, right? Where like we're like you've seen this before, like where the guy or the or or the main character knows that they messed up or something's bad, right? So every corner that he turns in this kind of movie, there's the commune wearing some animal skin going hot or hot or hot or you know, something stupid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's not happening. It's like run away. Like he had every single character in this movie, every innocent person, quote unquote, had so many opportunities to run away. And this proves my point on why this movie's stupid. Because well, he runs out. You keep on saying like you run away, but like where would you run away to just, 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 before mean, just they would better, catch up to you? Better than what you are dealing with, right? You are I mean, there is no dark. It is broad daylight. You're butt naked. That's not cool. But if you think of the show Naked Afraid, maybe it will help you, right? <laughs> Nobody's stopping you. Just run. Like, don't go to buildings and try to hide. Like, just go. The characters are stupid. This movie's stupid. And then, and then, and then, naked Christian goes into a random barn. He thinks he's safe. And oh, classic, right? We're on the we're on the character. And then when he turns and he faces the camera, his eyes get big and the camera pans away, and we get a blood eagle. From one of his friends, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Well, the 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 missing Simon, he did who right. didn't go to the train station at all. In fact, he was flayed yeah. and and sent to dry above the chickens there. So I know about a blood eagle because of the Viking show that came out like ten years ago. My wife and I watched the first two seasons and we stopped. But a blood eagle, for people that don't know, this was a ritual where they would do this to a person alive. They would like like lay them flat on a rock, right? With their back sticking out. Yep. And then they would like break their like r ribs or something like that. And they would like spread it out. So it looks like uh wings. Yeah. And like this happened. So question a, was the guy drugged when they did this? Uh, B was the guy knocked out when they did this? Because this commune is not very big. And those screams would have been heard everywhere. He was drugged because wasn't, didn't he still move? Oh, yeah, he's no, barely dude alive. Dude, what? No, Blood Eagle dude was dead, man. No, no, he discovers Josh's severed leg planted in the flower bed. Uh, right. And Simon, barely alive on display in the barn, having been turned to blood. Yeah, no, he he twitches. He moves. Dude, was a, I didn't see that because you're Blood Eagle. You're dead, right? I mean. Yeah, no, he was. Uh, yeah, he, he could. No, he was. He was. He was dead. His body was just twitching. Talk about infection. God, the guy was up there Buddy, for I'm two days. I'm looking at the synopsis dead. right now. It says that he was alive, barely alive. Well, that's stupid. The dude was dead. He was hanging there. His ribs <laughs> were sticking oh, never mind, out. He's dead. Never mind, he's dead then. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's stupid. The guy's not dead. Anyway, so then, you know, so then, so then Nick and Christian turns and these dudes like blow like this dust in his face. And now he is paralyzed. 
God knows how long he's paralyzed, but dude's paralyzed. Yep. Right. Now we go back to Danny, who was in this complete flower robe garb, right? Full make and yeah, and she has to make a choice, right? Yeah. What's your choice? Uh, that the let's see, first four victims were Mark, Josh, Simon, and Connie, and they were outsiders lured by uh, Pele and Ingemar. And the next four victims, uh, the two elders, the two volunteers from the commune, and as, as the May Queen, she must choose either Christian or randomly choose uh, another member as the final sacrifice. Okay. So then she has to choose Christian to die. It's like she she she's chose the commune has chosen her to survive because she's the May Queen, right? Yeah, she's she's the she's the new member. She's the new May Queen. Yeah, and she because of that, her honor, she gets to choose Christian or uh whoever is you know accepting, you know, volunteering. So maybe when you play Lunder Bridges in a commune, maybe you should be the last one to not fall down. Because then you could probably get to choose, right? So she chose Christian. Well, yeah, because obviously she's still right. very much like, it's, holding, it's Christ- you know, yeah, from cheating on her. <laughs> Christian is like in a wheelchair, Stephen Hawking style, going, what the heck is going on? Right? He can't do anything, right? He's in a brown then- bear. And then the movie completely loses me to where I'm just laughing because then it goes to like a father in the commune teaching his boys how to disembowel a bear. And the bear's stretched out on its back. You can see its ribs and all of its innards. They're taking it all out. Teaching a new generation. And then they put him next to the bear, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to put him in this bear, just like Nicolas Cage wore a bear costume in Wicker Man. Yep. They put him in a bear, Eric. Yeah, well, okay. This is stupid. This bear was being burned alive, whereas the other one was, what, Nicolas Cage running around in disguise? Dude was still in a bear, man. Like, I mean, this movie's stupid. This movie's Looney Tunes. Like this is this is this movie is what this movie's in the same ballpark as an anvil handing on landing on your head and you go I mean, this is nuts this is crazy it's town. supposed to be ridi- ridiculous that's that's kind of the this, the culture uh, shock of it here okay well, it pissed me off I'm just like obviously well, you know why because the next shot is when they lay this dude next to this disemboweled bear the next shot is that they ripped the bear's bottom jaw off so they could put so we can see his face in a bear and they sit him in a in a on a throne of straw like oh my god right so then after that two other dudes sacrifice themselves and they bring in all these bodies right now were these bodies the people that they killed right these were the other friends that's right, right. these were the, right. the the other eight right and they bring these. Who was who was the who was the people in the wheelbarrow? Because there was this one woman with really long hair. That was that was, that was the old lady. That was, well, her face was all smashed though. When no, she I fell. don't think her hair was smashed, Jordan. Her face was okay. I'm saying that her face was smashed when she jumped off the cliff. But in that scene, when they were wheelbarrowing her in, her face was intact. So that's why I was curious. Well, who that oh, was. wasn't that? Uh, oh, was that Connie then? Oh. I don't know. I'm just asking. 
So then they put him in this like this wooden hut, right? Surrounded by straw. The temple. The temple. And they're going to purify it, their commune, by burning it alive. Because, you know, and Christian is paralyzed. I mean, Christian's older mother couldn't feel pain. Yep. Obviously. Right. And then these two dudes, you and I talked about this off air. These two dudes were sitting there. They're going to sacrifice themselves. And this guy comes in and he has like this Q-tip full of like sap. And he's just like, oh, this one. Yeah, this will not make you feel pain. And one dude's like, all right. Kind of reluctantly. And he swabs in his mouth. Another dude opens up wide and he swabs in his mouth. And then they light it. And then the dude that was reluctant about getting the swab in the mouth was screaming in pain. But we need, but we never, never see the other guy. So I'm curious. The guy does not get enough stuff. Was it all BS? I don't know. He, I think there was the the doubt in the religion. You know, maybe the other guy was completely convinced all the way through death, and the other guy was just like, "Well, this is messed up. This is just like you said, Looney Tunes. This whole thing is is ridiculous." And yeah, he realizes it all too late. I read somewhere, and I don't know if it's true or not. Again, I don't know if it's, but that um, when the burn initially happens, what, like with a flame like that, like a flamethrower or a burn like that, uh-huh. that it's so incredibly hot that that you can't actually feel the burn, that you cannot feel the burn, right? It's just that you see what's happening and you know what's happening, so that's why you scream. I, I'm sure either way, it's not a pleasant experience that I wouldn't want. No, and the place collapses. And then the movie cuts with the camera panning on on Danny's face that she's now the May Queen. She's a part of this commune. And I'm sitting here going, I this is a bag of kernels. Like I, I'm sitting here wondering why I saw this. I, I hate this movie. Um this movie has done nothing to the genre. This movie, like I said at the beginning of the episode, is like is like somebody was trying to make Wicker Man serious. I mean, dude was put in a bear. I I, I am I know that I'm all about dude being put into a bear and I'm sorry, but it's like, it's literally the same movie at that point to me. What, you know what, what I mean? What genre are you putting this in? Crazy hippie commune goes crazy, kills people genre, whatever that's, that is. That's would a be. big genre there. It's called no. folk horror, a subgenre of horror. It's stupid. Or horror fiction. I mean, there are so many ways that you could get out of a folk horror movie. Just, A, don't go. Uh, B, when the first person dies, run away. You, you know, I mean, like, it just, these people are stupid. And I feel stupid watching them make stupid choices. Sure. I think it's it's a like a kind of a, a mouse in the trap type of thing. And then once they went through the forest and into that first commune, they were trapped. Yeah. There was no way that they could get out and they didn't realize it. That's the other part I think is the big part of the movie is you don't realize it until it's too late. They didn't realize they were trapped until they already, until they found out that they were about to die and then they were trapped. I think that's again, kind of the, the theme of the movie. Same with religion that you, I think there's a part where you've dedicated a certain, time or life or decision to something to realize oh this was not worth it this was false this was under something else or for someone else 
And I think that's kind of the overall theme of the movie. The other part is like, okay, because the only way that I can think of that I would escape, there's the truck there, but I'm sure you need the keys. And, uh, you know, that's just not going to happen. But they drove a car there. And so the only way I could think of is that you would try to get the keys from your from Pele or whatever his name is, and try to run through the forest to get to that car again and try to and try to get out. It's the only way I can think of. Sure. But again, Jordan, let's just say, go ahead. You know what? For for the sake of, of your argument, that they do that, okay? That yeah. someone does escape. That Christian does end up streaking buck naked down the road for yeah. four hours or you know running however long that is. Um, can we just do like Texas Chainsaw Massacre type of thing where, again, it's the same type of movie, right? Where the cop right. comes down the road and picks him up and, oh, wait a minute, the cop is in on this whole thing. Sure, sure. I mean, sure. Why not at this point? Because what pisses me off is that with movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you don't know if there's a chance to escape, right? Because in this movie, when the dude's running naked, nobody's stopping him. Nobody's coming out. Just run. And, and and that's what makes me mad is like because these characters make stupid choices. You're saying that you're trapped. These people were never trapped. There's no security. These people don't have weapons. And yet so they die. Like, and yet they die because they're stupid. Because this movie's stupid. Well, <laughs> they didn't. It's not like they they just run into to something and kill themselves, Jordan. They're obviously being killed, and there's knives, and they're, they're being beaten sure. by sticks or a, sure, a huge no. mount. They're obviously being killed. Yeah, they're being killed, but if you run away, somebody has to, I mean, like, there's no bow and arrows. Like, if you run far enough, I'm just saying, if I was that naked dude, there's nothing that shows that there's long-distance weapons. Just run. And then if you happen to run into, you know, a happy-go-lucky cop, and he turns out to be the leader of the cult, well, then I've seen this movie, too, right? It's called Cap and Fever. Well, but it sounds point, like you would you know, never even get on the plane. No! Can you imagine me on a plane? No. First of all? No. Well, there. That's that's where your movie ends, right there. Hey, Jordan, wanna? I have a plane ticket to to Sweden. You want to come? No. End no. a movie. End a movie. Hey, Jordan, <laughs> I'm gonna go see my family over in. No, I'm not. I'm not going to Europe. I just don't care. No. I, I like, feel like I, you've already turned off because you've seen so many movies where American travels to foreign country and then that's right. it. Even though Wicker Man is in Pacific Northwest. Part of, you know, that's that's still in America. I'm just comparing Wicker Man because of some similarities. This movie's not just about Wicker Man. I'm just being a, to be, uh, what's the word? Facetious, I guess, would be the word. But I just, it, it, <laughs> well, I just, I mean, I just did not enjoy anything. Like, I enjoyed Exorcist Believer more than this because at least there was something to watch. The, the, the movie was just boring to me. It did no reason to be two and a half hours long. It went on way too long. Oh, goodness. Um. And I, I just, I mean, I will watch Hereditary. It's on the schedule. And maybe, maybe I think that movie is great. I have no idea what it is. But I'm telling you, this movie is is dog crap. Well, yeah, it received a bad. lot of positive reviews and praise uh, from the direction standpoint of it. Uh, I Wicker Man with just brighter colors, if you wanted to put it that, sure. Sure. Um, it, uh, I, I will say that for the most part, it's either a love or hated type of movie, at least from the critical reception of it. And I hate it, so that's I, fine. And I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a slow burn. It's a movie that it is, I'm going to remember from years Yeah, on. no, I'm going to remember it, too. I'm going to remember how bad it was. I remember Songbird. When was the last time you watched Songbird? 
I I don't think about Songbird. I still think about this movie. Was the last time you thought about Halloween Ends? I still think about that one. I don't ever think about that. <laughs> I, I, I it just it like that that. Uh, but again, if it pisses you off, Halloween ends like the part of them where the whole town is, is taking Michael Myers down the street as if to to kind of pay some some honor to to the serial killer who terrorized their town for years is a is matches uh, uh, Poe uh, or whatever saying somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah. Okay. That's Valid. that's that's how bad that that is. Right. This and is at is least in, in it's you know trying to be on its own in in telling a, a uh, you know the story of a pagan cult. Um, and again, I, I guess maybe it's it's just more to the effect that I have the, the a curious mind of of different cultures and and kind of more fascination with it, just like how Mark and Josh did, where I'm curious to not necessarily know what happened, because I can expect what happens next. It's pretty easy in this movie to, to figure out, okay, well, these people are all going to die, most likely, especially if they're all getting picked off one by one. After the second person leaves, you're just like, okay, they're probably all going to die. But it's more curious now um, as the, the culture part of it. I'm curious as to, well, why? What, what's the reason for all this? And that's why I'm paying attention to this movie is because I want to know, again, what what is the reason for, for all of this? See, this, this is why you would die. Because you and I go to some jungle, cannibal Holocaust style, and we're with some guide, and we're sitting around a fire, and we're realizing our stew has a human finger in it. And I'll be like, oh, my God. And you'd be like, oh, wow, no, this isn't cool. And the guy would be like, no, guys, this is their culture. And you'd be like, oh, this is their culture. Give me some more freaking stew. I'm like, screw this stuff. I'm out of here. You would, you would eat the finger, dude. I would certainly not eat the finger. But yeah, because listen, it's I, have, culture. I have been in the situation where, again, you're in uh, a, a <laughs> certain someone's culture. You don't want to be offensive to them. But, no, I'm not going to eat a their, finger. Just don't eat them. offensive. No, just, just screw the offensive. No, screw that. You say no, that. See, no. that attitude right there, Jordan, is why you're the yeah. first to go. You're like, That's no, why screw I'm this to everybody. One. And you get up from the table and you walk away. You're like, oh, right. I hate all of you. Blah, blah, blah. And then you try to, to run away and leave. And then um, the next day I'm like, oh, what happened to Jordan? Like, oh, he went to the train station. <laughs> he went to the train station. It's like, oh, Probably. Okay. Oh, oh well, yeah, no, it sounds like Jordan. He would go to there. He would go to the train station. Hey, he was, he was hey, really I angry. Rather, he wanted to leave. I don't know why he left his shoes in his backpack here, but yeah. Rather be blood eagled than paralyzed and put into a bear and burned alive. That sounds terrible. I don't know, though. Maybe not, though, because the guy didn't feel any pain. Popcorn ratings. We all know what I'm giving this one. I mean, I could change my mind. I thought you would. This, this, this is this is a back of kernels to me. This is dog crap. This is a very, very bad movie. The I movie's... think this is everything opposite of what Jordan said, and I'm going to give an extra triple large bag just to piss you off, actually. You can, you can do all you want. I mean, I just, I, I mean, like, the movie started on on a big high, right? Talk about a roller coaster, right? The movie has this nice slow. It goes down, and I was like, whoa, this is great. And then roller coaster sucks after that. It breaks down, right? That this, this movie... I think it, it visually it worked. I think the camera cuts were were, were great. They where they needed to be. Uh, the, the story may not have been where you wanted to, but the visualization was was there, and that's all kind of paid the picture for me. I give it a, more of a medium. You wanted more kills. You wanted more blood and guts. I understand that, but 
I was this was like a visual book to me. This was okay. where where it gave me just enough to where I'm playing with my imagination more than it's it's guiding me and telling me what's going to happen next. This is those those kind of a psychological kind of movie that I enjoyed just because I'm I'm wanting to know like the details of what's going to happen there and there's parts when like um like when when Christian is first invited into a little uh officer hut and you know yeah. the the mother is saying like well you've been selected they're like oh selected selected for what and so you've been selected to mate and so it's like well geez oh, okay I'm sure that Christian is probably just like hmm go on he wants I to see hear now, a little bit more about I see- that. I'm going to interrupt you because, Jordan, you would believe me. My first thought is, you have been selected. For what? I don't want to be selected. To mate. Well, you're already dead at this point, Jordan. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying I'm going to be selected to mate. And my first thought, you would believe me, would say, is this like a praying mantis thing I made and my head gets cut off? No. No, thank you. Like, no. Like, you people are crazy. Like, you know, like, I, it's just, that's just my personality. And it, it just pissed me off. Well, so, I would. Uh, I don't think I, I would even get to the the mushroom part of it when they first come in. So you want to take some mushrooms? I'm like no. no. And anytime they would offer me tea, I, I would probably no. I would just say no, just because. No. Uh, again, maybe if I was in college, maybe so, and I was bigger into my drug days, and be like, yeah, yeah, why not? But at this point, is is no. That that's too vulnerable, and especially with a a lot of strangers in there too. Um, yeah. Did they talk about like? how cell phones were just taken away for all this. There's no receptions or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. There's no or... reception. Like this other thing too, is that I want to go to the gathering. Okay. Whoop whoop. Yes. I want to go to the ICP gathering, not to participate. I want to be a wallflower. I want to watch. So when somebody comes up to me at the gathering and says, would you want some Fago? No, thank you. I, we can I, start you know, off slow. We can go to hollow wicket first and then we can go to the gathering. Have you ever been to the gathering? I've been to Hollow Wicked, but not the gathering. I've not been to to the gathering. I don't think I would. Uh, I would love to go to the gathering. I, but that's that. So in the part of this too, outdoor festivals don't do it for me. Like so, them in this movie where they don't really address too much of like the bathroom situation. If right. it's like in the woods type of thing, I wouldn't last a day here. And that's where I would say, be like, no, this is fun. But if you're telling me that this vacation that I'm just supposed to pick a tree and just say, okay, and, and grab some leaves, I'm like, no, 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 that that's fine. My trip to Sweden is uh, involving a bathroom and a bed. Thank you very much. Sure. And some well, shower people camp, too. People camp at the gathering. Yeah, it's exactly like those festivals where it's like a whole weekend and you you're camping like a Bonnaroo or the gathering or something like that. Uh, electric forest. Uh, it's like again, I, uh, some people make a lifestyle of it, and uh, I say those people have some sort of deep seated trauma and daddy issues that they're trying to to conquer. Like they're, like like the people in this movie, like Danny. Yeah, you're trying to yeah. escape from. Some, hey, wait a minute. Are we matching something here? Are we are we piecing something together here, Jordan? I, I probably <laughs> I, <laughs> look, you give it a medium. I've got a bag of kernels. I, I think we have beat the movie over the head to death. I just don't like this movie. There are some movies that I like. There's some movies I don't. This sure. is, this is one of that I just don't like. And if somebody asks me about it, don't waste your time. My opinion. This is, this is crap. Was not into this at all, but we'll see what happens with my hereditary review. That's coming up soon. All right, same director, same same studio. Let's see how you feel. 
see what happens because Eric started the show thinking I hate 824 films, but the majority of the films I watched, I like. Thank you so much, everybody, for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com or wherever you get your podcast from. And Eric, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll be back next Thursday for another awesome episode. Have a good night. No, it's called Red Dawn. Oh, hide and seek. Oh, I seen that. That was bad. Yes, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. But right where the, you have like these short-lived trends that if they catch on, they they work. But oftentimes they don't. So no, oh, yeah, yeah. The superhero ones played out a little bit. We're gonna see obviously a lot more of it with the DCU reboot rebirth. But I, I'm thinking that sci-fi might be coming back a little bit. They're they're making. Doom Part 3 is already approved, by the way. They're going to do a Part 3. Is This is why we're having two different alien stories this year. We're going to have an alien movie and an alien TV show. Yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking, is that Hollywood's trying to push the sci-fi to see if it's going to work again. Yeah, the, the Fallout TV show is coming out this year. Oh, shit. I mean, I can't wait to watch that. And Halo. No, Halo's bad. Have you seen that? No, I never played the games either. You never played Halo? Shut up. We're the same. Was, what? Right. Uh, you know why? It's because cool. Halo was an Xbox launch, and I've always been a diehard PlayStation guy. I was like, no, oh, PlayStation's better, and was like, Xbox is better because the, and it's like, this controller is not for me. It's bigger. The the sticks are one's up here, one's down here. and But again, some people claimed that they really, really liked it. Uh, that was that. Sure. That was me. That was me. I actually loved the Xbox controller, but... I have an Xbox One that I haven't turned on in two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember the Xbox One disaster? Yeah, that was a weird number scheme that they were trying to do. Right. So I have an Xbox One I haven't turned on in two years, but everything I do uh, gaming-wise is on the PlayStation 4. And eventually in five more years, I'll buy the PlayStation 5. <laughs> uh, I think I'm committed to PC now. It's just back – everything that I wanted to play is going to be on, on, play, or on PC – I, I do like uh, the PlayStation, but there's just not a whole lot for me. It's become a, a media box for me, and I predicted that a while ago that a lot of these gaming platforms or, or consoles are just going to become media boxes, and that's flat out what this thing is. Which is funny, though, because...